Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Victoria Aleman. I'm very pleased to have Natalia Oribe and Luis Lilka on the panel. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Now diving into John Cage's 433 Beyond Silence, a 20-minute exploration of one of John Cage's most famous compositions and its intriguing questions about art, music, and the performance. In this episode, we will delve into the history and significance of 433, the concept of silence as art, and the role of the audience. We'll also address the intriguing scenario of a last-minute conductor stepping in. John Cage's 433, created in 1952, challenges our perception of music and forces us to contemplate the profound meaning behind silence. As we explore the history and context surrounding this avant-garde masterpiece, we'll uncover the rich philosophical underpinnings that make it a pivotal work in the world of contemporary art. This composition, often mischaracterized as near silence, opens a profound philosophical conversation about the role of intention and attention in the creation of art. Join us on this captivating journey into the world of silence, sounds, and the ever-expanding boundaries of art and music. We'll navigate the unique relationship between performer and the audience in the context of 433 where the act of listening itself becomes an integral part of the composition. Let's embark on this thought-provoking exploration, challenging our preconceptions and expanding the horizons in the world of avant-garde art. Let's begin. John Cage's creative daring extended far beyond his silent composition, 433. Although it is undoubtedly one of the most renowned works his innovative approach encompassed various forms of experimentation, often employing chances, operations, and inter indeterminacy in his compositions, notably in works like Music of Changes and Imaginary Landscape Number no. 4. Through these pieces, he challenged the concept of authorship and control in the artistic process, opening doors to new realms of artistic exploration. Cage's influence transcended the boundaries of music to the visual and performing arts, inspiring a movement known as Happenings that emphasized spontaneity and audience participation. His ideas resonated with artists such as Robert Rauschenberg and Merce Cunningham, with whom he collaborated extensively, fostering a holistic approach to creative expression. His legacy is also evident in the de development of generative and algorithmic art, where chance and randomness are employed to create dynamic and ever-evolving works. The enduring appeal of Cage's works lies in the capacity to challenge and expire. It encourages artistic artists to view the world with fresh eyes, to perceive the beauty in the everyday, and to embrace the unexpected in their creative pursuits. John Cage's legacy remains a testament to the boundless possibilities of human creativity when we dare to venture beyond the constraints of tradition and embrace the rich tapestry of the world beyond us. John Cage's iconic composition 433 transcends the realm of traditional music 
and enters the philosophical and conceptual territory of art. This seemingly silent piece has sparked countless debates and discussions on the definition of art and the role of artists. Cage's intention was not to negate the value of silence, but rather to emphasize that the absence of deliberate sound can be as meaningful and powerful as its presence. The work raises questions about the fact of listening itself, urging us to become more attuned to the subtle sounds that often go unnoticed in our everyday lives. It encourages us to find beauty and meaning in the unintentional sounds of the environment, prompting a reevaluation of our perception of the world around us. Moreover, 433 prompts reflection of the idea of authorship in art. Cage's composition invites performers and audiences to co-create the work as each performance of the piece is inherently unique, shaped by the ambient sounds of the moment and the environment. This interactive quality challenges the traditional notion of the composer as the sole author and the audience as passive listeners. Ultimately, John Cage's 433 is a testament to the boundless possibilities of artistic expression. It challenges us to expand our horizons, embrace unconventional ideas, and engage in a profound exploration of the interplay between silence and sound. In doing so, it invites us to reconsider our perceptions and unlock new dimensions of creativity and artistic experience. Is 433 a work of art? The question of whether John Cage's 433 qualifies as a work of art is a perplexing and thought-provoking one. Central to the ongoing debate about this composition, many proponents of Cage's creation argue that it challenges conventional definitions of art by transforming silence into an artistic medium. At first glance, the idea of silence as art might appear confusing, but it is a concept that ignites a captivating and complex discussion about the very essence of art. For centuries, art has been primarily associated with the creation of tangible objects, like paintings, sculptures, or even musical compositions. These forms of art provide us with a clear visual or auditory stimulus that we readily identify as artistic expression. However, Cage's composition challenges us to expand our understanding of artistic expression. It encourages us to acknowledge that art doesn't always require traditional artistic elements, such as a visual brush strokes or audible music notes. In the case of 433, silence itself becomes the canvas upon which the audience perceptions interpretations, and even emotions are invited to unfold. This unique perspective forces us to reconsider the very essence of art. Is art solely defined by the product we see or hear, or is it equally about the experience it elicits within us? In the case of 433, the composition is a deliberate exercise in redirecting our attention. Instead of focusing on the production of visible or audible artistic elements, it challenges us to explore the art within our own consciousness, the art in our thoughts and feelings. 433 pushes the boundaries of traditional artistic expression, reminding us that art can exist not only in what is presented, 
but also in the dialogue it generates within the human consciousness. In essence, John Cage's 433 is a profound meditation on the very nature of artistic creation and appreciation. It encourages us to step outside the confines of conventional thinking and confront the possibility that art can manifest itself in the quiet spaces between what we typically consider as art forms. The composition beckons us to embark on a philosophical journey that transcends the physical and auditory and delves into the depths of our perception and interpretation, making us question the boundaries of creativity and the very essence of art itself. Is 433 a piece of music? As we delve deeper into the enigma of 433, another intriguing question emerges. Does it qualify as a piece of music? Traditional music is typically characterized by the presence of discernible notes, melodies, rhythms, and harmonies. Cage's composition, however, is conspicuously devoid of these elements. This lack of conventional musical content prompts us to confront a fundamental question. What is music when it is stripped of sound? 433 takes us on an audacious exploration on the boundary between sound and silence, challenging our preconceived notions about the nature of music. In the absence of traditional musical elements, Cage's composition compels us to reevaluate our understanding of what constitutes music. This thought-provoking journey leads us to question whether sound is an essential ingredient for something to be considered music if music can transcend the auditory realm. The composition encourages us to reflect on the innate musicality of the world around us. It invites us to find the rhythm and harmony, not only in the familiar melodies of a symphony, but also in the quiet rustle of leaves in the wind, the subtle hum of urban life, or the tranquil stillness of natural landscapes. In this sense, 433, asks us to redefine our understanding of music by emphasizing that it is not solely about the production of sound, but also about the capacity of silence to evoke emotion and contemplation. Cage's work becomes a canvas on which the audience can project their own musical interpretations. Instead of providing a fixed musical composition, it offers a platform for individuals and creativity and imagination. The silence within the piece becomes a space in which listeners can engage with their own inner musical landscapes, discovering their unique rhythms and harmonies in the world around them. And this way, 433 suggests that music cannot be found only in the notes and melodies, but also in the profound stillness and silence between them, reinforcing the idea that music is a deeply personal and universal experience that transcends the confines of traditional music musical structures. John Cage, the role of the audience. John Cage, in defending his composition 433, insists that it is not simply a period of silence. Rather, it is a listening experience. 
in this context, the audience plays a pivotal and active role in defining the piece, adding another layer of complexity to the conversation. Cage's intention was for the audience to shift their focus from the absence of traditional musical elements to the ambient sounds and background noises in the environment during the performance. This unconventional approach redefines our understanding of the composition, emphasizing the importance of audiences' engagement and perception. In the world of conventional music, the audience often takes on the role of passive observers, receiving the performance as presented by the musicians. However, 433 challenges, the, challenges this established dynamic. It urges us to become more than mere spectators. It encourages us to become active participants in the artistic process. By doing so, it transforms the act of listening into an active participatory experience. As we sit in the audience, the ambient sounds that surround us during a performance become part of the composition. The coughing, shuffling, distant traffic, and even the rustling of the program booklet merge with the intentional silence to create a symphony of, every, of the everyday. In this way, 433 suggests that listening to silence can indeed be a unique form of musical experience. It asks us to engage with our environment in a different way, elevating the mundane to the musical and allowing to perceive the world with heightened sensitivity. By placing the power of interpretation and engagement squarely in the hands of the audience, 433 challenges the conventional dynamics of the performer-audience relationship and blurs the lines between the creator and the observer. It invites us to recognize that the audience is not merely a passive consumer of art, but an active co-creator, shaping the artistic experience through their own perceptions and interactions. This redefined relationship between creator, performer, and audience enriches us in our understanding of the collaborative nature of art, where the boundary between artist and observer dissolves, leaving us with a more profound appreciation of the art that surrounds us. To add an intriguing layer to our exploration, let's consider a scenario in which a pianist falls ill just before a scheduled performance of 433. In desperation, the stage manager steps in to conduct the piece. This scenario raises compelling questions about whether it can still be considered performance of John Cage's work or whether it retains its status as a musical performance. In this unique and unexpected situation, the role of the conductor takes on an entirely new dimension transcending the confines of traditional musical performance. While the conductor is typically responsible for guiding musicians in interpreting and performing a composed piece, in the case of 433, their task becomes one of guiding the unfolding silence. Instead of orchestrating discernible notes or melodies, the conductor becomes a conductor of silence, orchestrating the ambient sounds and the collective attention of the audience. 
Much like the audience, the conductor in the scenario becomes a participant in the artistic act. They too are actively shaping the experience, not through their musical prowess, but through their ability to direct the focus of the audience and the performers toward the subtleties of that environment. This transformation of the conductor's role challenges traditional notions of what it means to be a conductor in a musical performance and invites us to contemplate the dynamic and involving nature of art. In this way, 433 becomes a testament to the malleability of art and the ever-evolving nature of artistic expression. It underscores that art, and particularly this composition, is not static but dynamic open to interpretation and redefined by the circumstances in which it is presented. The scenario, the scenario of a last minute conductor reminds us that artistic expression can be a collaborative effort, involving not only the creator and the audience, but also unexpected participants who shape the experience in unpredictable ways. It highlights the inherent flexibility of artistic interpretation and reinforces the idea that art is a living, breathing entity that can take on new forms and meanings based on the context in which it is encountered. So basically, young pages legacy challenges us to think beyond traditional boundaries in art and music. His exploration of silence, chance, and the role of the audience has best a profound impact on the artistic world. John Page's famous composition, 433, which consists of four minutes and 33 seconds of silence, challenged the very notion what music could be. It forced audiences to listen to the ambient sounds around them and reconsider their understanding of sound and silence, silence in a musical context. This concept encouraged artists to explore the power of sounds, the sounds of the everyday, and the idea that silence itself could be a form of music. He also was a proponent of aleatoric or chance-based composition. He believed in introducing elements of randomness in, into his work, such as using the items to determine musical decisions. This approach broke away from the traditional, highly structured forms of composition and allowed for a sense of unpredictability and spontaneity. Cage's use of chance opened out a new creative possibilities and encouraged artists to embrace uncertainty in their work. He believed that the audience should be an active participant in artistic experience, and his compositions often incorporated elements of improvisation or required or require the audience to make choices during the performance. These blurred lines between the creator and the observer empowering the audience to become co-creators of the artistic work. 
It also challenged the traditional idea of a classic audience and encouraged the engagement and interaction. His legacy reminds us that art and music are not confined by established forms, but instead they can be a canvas for experimentation, where silence, chance, and audience involvement can be as integral as traditional elements. By pushing these boundaries, Casey's work has influenced generations of artists to explore uncharted territories, fostering innovation and deeper understanding of the boundaries, possibilities of artistic expression. In the realm of art and music, John Cage's philosophy remains a remarkable and enigmatic composition because it forces us to evaluate our definitions of art, music, and performance, and encourages us to appreciate the subtleties of silence. As we explore these questions, we are reminded that creativity knows no bounds, and the act of listening itself can be an art, an art form. So what is so special about philosophy is that it makes us think, rethink about art, music and performances, about what is really art. It's like a nudge to help us notice the little things in silence. When we think about this, it's like saying that creativity doesn't have any strict rules, and it can go all, in all sorts of directions. Even just listening to the world around us can be a kind of art. So the point is, there's no limit to how creative we can be, and even a simple act of listening can be a form of art itself. So basically, what John Cage is doing is that he reconceptualized sound and silence, he expanded definitions of art and music, he embraced conceptual and experimental art, and he also encouraged uh, the audience engagement. I want to thank you all for joining us today, Victoria, Natalia, I will just say it. It concludes, this concludes Exploring Art Podcast. So subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.